Welcome to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Spend this hour with us learning how you can protect the people you love from the financial, physical, and emotional consequences of an extended health care situation. Because of new state and federal laws, there are new and exciting long-term care planning options available. As a certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott will help you make sense of your options. Now here's your host of Long-Term Care Radio, Brian Ott. You know, if you've been to Las Vegas uh, lately or ever, I, I used to go to Las Vegas quite a bit, and I haven't been there, and it's, it's been over 10 years since I've been there. But I used to have a few friends that we would meet there. It was just an inexpensive place for us to, to fly into. And I have an aunt that's just a couple years older than me. And before we got married, we used to, to fly out there and spend a couple of days and see each other because she would uh, come in maybe from Colorado and I'd fly down from Seattle and it was an easy place to meet. But when I went, I had this pretty hard, fast rule. And it was if I earned enough money, earned or won, so if I made enough money there playing uh, cards, which was usually blackjack, then I would just quit. Meaning if I earned or, 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 or won enough to pay for my airline ticket, my hotel room, maybe a little spending money for food, I stopped because I just looked at it as a free vacation. So one of the last times I was down there actually with my aunt, I showed up on a Friday, we went out and she loved to play the the slot machines and she'd just walk around with a bucket of coins and put a couple here and walk over to another one and say, I don't like, I like how this one fills and put a couple in there and, you know, win a few dollars and move on. And I'd usually just go find a blackjack table and sit down and play cards. And I had read this book by this gambler uh, years before on all the different games in the casino, what the odds were. And he had this card counting system for blackjack and really it was kind of a plus minus system. You would, you would add, you would, you would try to offset the 10, 10 face cards with like a two, three, four. And what you were trying to just figure out in a simple system was, are there more tens in the deck than they are low cards? Because the dealer has to hit on 16. So if there's a lot more tens in the deck than there are two threes and fours, well, that's good for you. And that's when you would want to maybe bet a little bit more. So he had this kind of simple system. So I used that and I had generally pretty good success. You just had to stay at the table long enough and wait, you know, and try to keep track of this. And it was a system that could work in these multiple, you know, deck uh, shoes that they use now. So anyway, I would do that. And I showed up at that with my aunt and I won like, you know, all my money that in the first few hours, and I just stopped gambling. And she was just laughing at me. She said, that's it. You're not going to gamble anymore. I was like, no, I'm just going to hang. She's like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I guess I'm just going to hang out by the pool or something, but I don't need to gamble anymore because I've, I've paid for my trip right now. So, you know, we were talking about this because I, I, you know, you're sitting there probably listening and saying, what does Las Vegas have to do with long-term care insurance planning? Well, I got a question from a client who put a plan in place. And they just couldn't wrap their mind around the fact that the insurance company was going to pay them back, actually pay them back a little bit more money than they put into the plan. And they were trying to figure out, you know, how does this work? How does the insurance company work? And I thought, well, you know, this is a great question. And honestly, it's a question that we get from a lot of our clients who are learning about these asset-based long-term care plans. You know, it sounds too good to be true. I put this money in. I have all these benefits for long-term care, tax-free. I get this claim service, whatever. But if I don't use it, I get my money back. Maybe I get a little bit of interest back too. Well, how does that work? Well, it has a lot to do with the same thing that's going on in Las Vegas. And there's some similarities between insurance companies and casinos, believe it or not. And I just want to talk about that so we can get kind of a better overview, a 10,000-foot view of how insurance works and what makes insurance works. So what does Vegas and the Las Vegas casinos have in common with an insurance company? Well, number one, they're both in the business of analyzing and mitigating risk, right? So what the casino's doing is they're sitting there calculating the odds on every game, you know, on every hand of blackjack, on the roulette wheel, on craps. They've got all this data and they're, you know, analyzing that and their goal is to mitigate that risk so that they don't lose their money. They want people to bet. There's got to be some people that are going to win, but they don't want to lose money in the long run. They've got to bring more money in. They also have to, and insurance companies have to do the same thing. They have to look at that and they have to say, okay, this is the risk we're analyzing. How many homes are going to burn down? How do we pay for this home? They're just analyzing that risk of whatever that insurable event is. 
Now, both insurance companies and casinos have to attract new clients to grow their business and to replace existing clients. So clients who pass away, clients who leave the casino today because their vacation's up, well, guess what? The casino's got to get somebody else to walk through that door and put money into the slot machines. And so the casinos are going to build you know, new buildings, they're going to make new games, they're going to make fancier restaurants, whatever it is to attract people, that value proposition to get people in their door. Insurance companies are doing the same thing. If you watch the sports, for instance, on the weekend, you know, that's where all the advertising is for car insurance companies. And they're all trying to pull you in with different features, you know, personal pricing, uh, only pay for what you need, whatever their tagline is. And so they're developing policies or new ways to try to attract you to their company. And the bottom line is both casinos and insurance companies have to bring in more money than they pay out. And if you're a business owner, you understand that. Uh, Unfortunately, there's a lot of younger people out there that don't understand this. But for a business to be in business, you have to bring in more money than you're paying out or you go out of business. So that is something that they all have in common. Now, here's where insurance companies and casinos use science to make sure that they can stay in business over the long haul. And the science that we're talking about is called actuarial science. And what is actuarial science? Here's the definition for you right off of Google. Actuarial science is the discipline that applies mathematical and statistical methods to the systematic observation of natural events to assess the risk of events occurring and help formulate policies that minimize this risk and its financial impact on the companies and its clients. So otherwise, we're using this actuarial science to look at the data and figure out how we minimize that risk to us and to the clients so that we can have, you know, a, 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 we can have a game or we can have a business that's working around games or we can have an insurance company that's working around collecting premiums and paying out insurance claims. Now, the goals are different for casinos because primarily their number one goal is to maximize profits. Now, you're going to say right off the, 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 you know, right out of the gates, it's like, well, Brian, that's what insurance companies do too, right? Insurance companies are there to maximize profits. Well, yes, they are. In, in fact, if I look at the majority of insurance companies that are for-profit, stock-owned companies, yes, that's true. You can say that. But there's one key thing you need to understand. Not all insurance companies operate under that model. A lot of the better insurance companies operate under what we call a mutual company. And the difference here is if if I'm looking at a stock company for an insurance company, think of Prudential, John Hancock, Transamerica, Genworth. These are all for-profit stock companies, meaning you and I can go out and buy shares in this company. And what do we want them to do? We want them to maximize profit so our share price goes up. But there's also a lot of companies out there that work under a different model. And this is called a mutual company. And a mutual company is different. A mutual company is operated for the benefit of its private owners, which are the policyholders. So these tend to be some of the better companies, especially for life insurance, disability, long-term care insurance, is they tend to offer a better value proposition. They're going to earn those profits. They're going to pay dividends back. And if you are with State Farm, if you remember this, I've said this before, State Farm is a mutual company. They used to send dividend checks back to you. So if you had auto insurance, you used to get um, you know, maybe a check for $38 back at the end of the year. Well, that was excess, you know, their reserves generate profits, and that was excess reserves. So they, they were able to send some money back to their policyholders. Well, guess what? Now you can see that State Farm is on every football game, you know, 20 ads per hour. It's like, what's going on? Well, that's where your dividend's going, right? But as a general rule, those quieter companies that are mutual – they are earning profits for the, the benefit of their policyholders. Okay, now regardless of how the insurance is structured, whether it's a, a for-profit or whether it's a mutual company, it's just like a casino. They have to mitigate large losses, and they have to bring in more money than they pay out over the long run, or they're quickly going to go out of business. And this is where that actuarial science comes in. See, one thing the casinos are pretty good at is they know more people leave money in Las Vegas than take money from Las Vegas. Now, personally, I've never met any of those people. I mean, if you think about it, everybody you ask and they say, oh, I went to Vegas, like how you do? Oh, I did okay. Oh, I did pretty good. Oh, I did all right. I mean, nobody says, oh man, I got it handed to me. I lost like $7,000. But you can tell by all the glitz and the new buildings and stuff that the general rule is people leave more money in the casinos than they take out of them, okay? Here's what the casinos don't know. 
They don't know if I'm going to walk in that door and I'm going to win big or I'm going to lose big. They don't know that when I walk in there. What they do know is overall, more people will give them money than will take money from them. Insurance is the same way. They don't know that they're going to pay out a claim for me. But what they do know is in the long run, if they have all of their policyholders, they can get an idea of the fact that they're going to bring in more money than they have to pay out. That's their job. They have to make sure that's right. They don't know if my house is going to burn down. They don't know if your house is going to burn down, but they know by looking at the village of a million people out there that X amount of homes are going to burn down on average every year. So neither the casinos nor the insurance are going to look at it from a point of view of of the micro view of just you as an individual, but rather they're going to look at it from a macro view, a larger big picture. So out of 10 million people, X amount of people are going to die. X amount of people are going to have their house catch on fire. X amount of people are going to get in a wreck in a car. They understand that data. That's the statistics. The same is for the casino. They don't know if I'm going to go hit a jackpot on a slot machine when I walk in the door. They aren't worried about that. They are more focused on how many people they can get in the door to put coins into that slot machine because they know the data. They know the odds. They've studied that. And they know that as long as they got enough people putting coins into those machines, they should come out at the end on top. And this is where actuarial science comes in. It's the study of data. It's the study of trends. And it's what helps us design and put these insurance plans in place. I'm looking at the clock here. I need to take a quick break for for our next segment here. So stick around. Um, I'll be right back. Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, providing valuable insight to protect you in the event of an extended health care situation. Learn more by attending one of Brian's free live webinar classes this month. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough. But crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you repositioned some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Brian Ott from 525 Advisors has a free long-term care planning live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4 to learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Get educated and learn your options at the free live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4. Sign up at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Hi, this is Brian Ott with 525 Advisors. Over the years, I've had the opportunity to protect many people and their families with long-term care planning. However, I've also seen how long-term care events devastate families and turn the last years for the family into their worst years. Many people believe the downside from a long-term care situation is limited to financial loss. Yet often, it's the emotional damage that lingers and hurts the family members the most. Watching a loved one go through their savings is one thing, but watching a loved one lose their dignity is far worse. Long-term care insurance provides a dedicated source of funds to help pay for your care when you need it. But more importantly, it provides you with a team of trained professionals that will help you and your family manage your care. Learn how you can stay in control of your care options, maintain your dignity, and protect the people you care about most by attending one of our upcoming live webinars. Sign up today at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. This is Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. Listen and learn information from a certified long-term care planning specialist. You can email your questions to radio at 525advisors.com. All right, and we're back. Um, By the way, we do have a class coming up this next Thursday. If you're listening to the show live Saturday morning, I do have a webinar this morning. If you're in Colorado, for instance, on KOA, they air at 7 a.m. We do have a a webinar that's going to kick off right after the show at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. That's... um, or I'm sorry, 9 p.m. Mountain Time. That's um, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. And then our next class is Thursday, then at 19th. That's a 3 p.m. Pacific Time kickoff, a 4 p.m. Mountain Time. Again, these are our live classes that we teach every month. 
great way just to kind of learn what we're talking about, find out about some of the options, and, and just help you be ready to have that discussion to see if long-term care planning is right from you or right for you. So if you just joined us, um, I got a question from a listener. Just wanted to really know about how long-term care insurance plans can pay you back. And what we're talking about here is the asset-based plans. They're also known as hybrid long-term care insurance plans, or the IRS calls them linked benefits, as in we are linking two benefits together. Now, this is compared to a traditional plan, which is just a pay-as-you-go plan, like your homeowner's insurance or your car insurance, where I don't get any money back if I don't make a claim. But the asset-based long-term care plans are going to pay us back if we don't use them, and that's the key. So how can a company do this? Well, really, folks, it's that science. It's, it's the actuarial science that makes insurance works. The science is what I'm talking about. It's the key ingredient to any insurance policy out there. Think about starting an insurance company. Let's say that we want to uh, insure something like, I don't know, um, pick a risk. How about, how about let's just say something like a bad cup of coffee. We want to start an insurance company that will reimburse people if they get a bad cup of coffee. Well, we've got to do some work, right, before we can come up with that insurance policy. And this work that we have to do is viable to being able to develop this insurance policy to insure that bad cup of coffee. And we have to find things out, all kinds of data, like what makes a cup of coffee bad. How many cups of coffee are actually bad? Is it one in a hundred? Is it one in a thousand? What what creates that? What are the factors that maybe can be mitigated on the front end that will avoid having coffee go bad, right? So bottom line, you need to collect a lot of data and you have to understand a lot about coffee to make a viable insurance company that could insure against a bad cup of coffee. And this is what insurance companies do. And if you know have to know also, how much revenue you got to bring in, right? How much do I have to charge everybody to be able to insure against a bad cup of coffee, right? So you figure all that out. That's all the actuarial data. And this is what insurance companies do. And this is where they rely on that actuarial science. They're not guessing. They're following the data and they're adjusting accordingly, often in real time. Think of COVID when COVID hit it. Actually, what did the underwriters do? Well, they start putting some different underwriting guidelines in force immediately when COVID hit because they had to understand that data. They had to understand how that changed the risk profile to the client, how that changed the risk profile to the company, and they had to make sure that they're, you know, that, that the science, that the data, that the numbers, that they understood that. So they had to make some adjustments. Now let's go back to the way all insurance works for a second. The companies collect revenue in the form of premiums. And they pay that money out in the form of claims. So you want your company to bring in more than they're paying out, you know, or there's going to be a problem in the future, like i.e. the company's not there and that's not good. So what is really happening when an insurance company pays a claim? When you file for a claim, whether it's a car, you wrecking your car, your house burning down, insurance, what is, what's really going on? Where does that money come from? Well, the money that the insurance companies use, it's called cash reserve. So insurance companies are cash reserves company, meaning they have to have cash in reserve to pay those claims in the future. Where does that cash reserve come from? Well, it comes from the premiums that you pay, the premiums that that insurance company collects, plus any returns on their investments, which is generally interest returns. They're buying government treasuries most of the time. So essentially, they are simply returning your money back to you first and then they're using other clients' premiums to pay your claim. So you paid $5,000 uh, in premiums, let's say, for a car over all those years. And then you finally go out and you wreck a car and you total it. And you get a check for $25,000. Well, what did the insurance company really do? They gave you $5,000 of your money back that you paid them in premiums. Plus, they used some clients, other clients' premiums and gave you another $20,000. So you got your $25,000 to go buy a new car. That's why we have the insurance, right? Because we are insuring against that loss. The insurance company can do this because they know that not all of their clients are going to go out and wreck their cars at the same time. But if you never wreck your car, you don't get your premium backs. In fact, you, you, you don't on your home. You don't get your uh, premiums back on disability insurance, on health insurance, boat, travel, term life insurance. So how do you get your premiums back on asset-based long-term care insurance? That's what we're going to break down to today. Well, again, it comes back to the actuarial science. The insurance companies have studied the population. They figured out the math to make it work. They have a pretty good idea of how they can expect their pool of clients to behave. They also have studied the trends and they continue to study how that pool of clients are filing claims and what's going on out there. 
as far as the environment with, with different health issues, people living longer, things like that. So they're constantly making adjustments. They're always studying that. They know, for instance, that a third of the people that go on claim when they file for long-term care insurance are going to die within a year. And that's pretty statistically true across the board, regardless of whether it's a traditional pay-as-you-go plan or an asset-based plan. They know that you know a third are going to die in the first year and then X amount in two years, three years, four years, et cetera. So that's the data. Those are the trends. And that data is not set in concrete. I mean, it changes. And so they're always adjusting and studying that. And, asset, and, and, and back up here for a second, based on the past performances – based on new technologies, based on new illnesses, based on current interest rates, what kind of return on their investments they're getting, they're going to adjust their expectations and update their offerings. And so, for instance, life insurance, we got a major rate decrease about a decade ago because people are living longer. So they went in and they rewrote all the actuarial tables and they actually lowered the interest rates on life insurance just because people are living longer than we lived 30 years ago. So again, insurance, you know, the whole idea is that they're constantly monitoring that risk and they have a pretty good idea. But most insurance companies don't pay us back if we don't use their plans, but yet we have these asset-based long-term care plans that do have this feature. How does it work? Well, first off, let's look at an asset-based plan. In the simplest version, our savings-based plan, what we're doing is we're depositing money with the insurance company. They're paying you interest. Out of that interest that you earn, they keep a little bit of it to buy insurance inside the contract. So think about you putting money in a savings account, earning interest, taking some of that interest and walking out and buying an insurance plan, right? Only this is all done in, 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 in one contract. And so that's the way it used to be. The IRS used to look at these asset-based plans just that way. If you put money in and you earned interest and then you took some of that interest to buy insurance, that was a taxable event. Well, they changed that. So it's now a tax-free event. But in our simplest version, that's what you're doing. You deposit $100,000, it turns into $300,000 of insurance. How? Well, because that $100,000 is earning interest. So let's say it's 5% interest that you're earning. You're 65 years old, so they're going to keep 1.5% of that interest to buy you that insurance. What is that? That insurance is the other 200000 So that's how your $100,000 turns into $300,000 of long-term care. You could just keep your $100,000 in your bank and you could earn your interest. That's what you would have to use for long-term care. But if you put it into one of these asset-based plans, your $100,000 turns into $300,000 day one. And if you don't use it, you get that $100,000 back plus the interest that you've netted out that you've earned on that money. So how does that work? Well, if you go on claim, let's think about this for a second. What is the insurance company going to do? Well, they don't give you all $300,000 day one and say, here you go, go away. The IRS doesn't allow that. The IRS has limits on it. So we have to spread that benefit out over time. So $100,000 deposited with the insurance company today turns into $4,166 a month for six years. Well, that's your $300,000. What are they really doing? They're giving you your $100,000 back the first two years, right? You go into year three, now you're in the insurance that you paid for. You're in the insurance money. Year four, year five, year six is all insurance money. So you are essentially self-insuring the first two years. There's no magic to this. This is also an advantage for the insurance company because they know, again, a third of the people die within a year, X amount, maybe half die within two years. So half of the population is never going to get into the insurance pool, but the others are. The problem we have is we don't know if that's going to be us or not. We don't know if it's we're going to be in claim for five years or we're going to be on claim for five months. The insurance company doesn't know that either, so that's the benefit. We pull all our money together with everybody else, and we mitigate and spread out the risk. So what happens if you don't use your claim and the insurance company pays you back? What are they really doing? They're giving you your money back. They've kept some of the interest along the way to buy insurance, which that money is going to go to pay somebody else's claim down the road, but it also relieved the insurance company from the risk. They don't have to worry about you filing a claim when that money goes back to your estate. So it's a very simple, really actuarially backed program that allows us. It's just a better way to self-insure. Hey, I'm looking at my clock. I've got to squeeze in a break from the news, but stick around. When I come back, I'm going to introduce you to Randy and Kate, our client of the week, and show you how we set up an asset-based plan that will pay them back 47% more than they put into their plan if they don't use it. 
and they have lifetime benefits for long-term care. I'll show you how we did it when we get back. New asset-based programs protect your savings and your family and even pay you back if you never use them. Make sure your care is funded and managed in a time of need. Learn more and sign up for one of Brian's free live webinar classes at 525longtermcare.com. Are you confused about the best way to protect your family and savings? Get answers now by listening to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, certified long-term care planning specialist with 525 Advisors. And welcome back, and thanks for uh, tuning in to Long-Term Care Radio this week, uh, second week into uh, January already, believe it or not. So uh, excited to be here. Appreciate your interest. If you're new to Long-Term Care Radio, this is just a, a you know, the Long-Term Care Radio podcast is something that we uh, put out live every week. You can subscribe to our podcast at our website at 525longtermcare.com. You can also sign up for one of our free webinars. We have a couple every single month. It's just a great way for you to uh, interact with us and learn a little bit more about all these things that we talk about. And we also, on the podcast, we bring in at the bottom of the hour every week, we bring in a client of the week. And again, the idea of the client of the week is to show you how we went through the process and what we did to design a plan for our client and what was important to them. This week, I have Randy, who is 72. I have Kate, who is 65. Both are retired. They have two grown daughters. They have three grandchildren. They came to us looking for options after hearing about some of the new plans, about these new asset-based plans. Um, They had looked into planning several years ago, and uh, just right before Randy retired, and they got a financial advisor. They met with him. They started looking at long-term care planning, and he told them it was too expensive and that they could just self-insure. And, folks, I'll tell you, this sends me down a rabbit hole. I could burn another two hours just uh, uh, what's wrong with that statement. And we hear it over and over again. And if a financial advisor tells you that it's too expensive and you can self-insure, that just tells me, number one, they don't know anything about insurance, but number two, you know, you might want to question your relationship with that financial advisor. And you're going to see what I mean here as we go through this with Randy and Kate. So their concerns, their youngest daughter who lived close to him had a special needs son that she cared for. And this is going to take up most of her time for the rest of her life. And so Randy and Kate really wanted to be in a position to leave some of their estate in a trust for their grandson if they could. Um, their main concern was just that, you know, they didn't want to whittle down their savings and everything they had worked hard for paying for long-term care benefits if they could protect that money and possibly help their grandson out and help their daughter out. Their other daughter was in the military and did not live locally. So she wasn't in a position where she was going to really be able to step in and help out. So they knew that they were kind of on their own as far as providing care if, if they ended up in a care situation. Kate was worried about being able to provide care for Randy. And I will tell you, she was spot on. So let's just picture this. Randy is 6'4". He weighs in at 290 pounds. I mean, that's a big guy, right? Now, Kate, if we take her and we dip her in buttermilk and we roll her in flour, she might weigh 120 pounds. Okay? Now, I took physics in high school. I took physics in college. I got a pretty good idea that this is an imbalance here right? The the old equation, force equals mass times acceleration. So when you have Randy falling and he weighs 290 pounds, guess what? There's a lot of force something's going to give. And if Kate's around, it's going to be her. There's just no way that Kate's going to be able to lift Randy and help him. Remember, if I'm in a long-term care situation and I need help with activities of daily living, that's transferring, bathing, dressing, eating, continence, you know, transferring, bathing, dressing, you know, how does a 120-pound person help a 290-pound person get out of bed, get to the bathroom, get in the bathtub, get out of the bathtub, all those kind of things. It's just not going to happen. That's just physics, right? So she would have to bring in help immediately or Randy would have to go someplace where he could get that help because he's a big guy. A good friend of theirs just had a stroke, and this ended up in an assisted living facility. And this was just, you know, bullseye for for Kate. Uh, She's looking at her husband. You know, Randy, you know, that happens to him. She knows immediately that's what would happen. She would most likely have to put him in some type of facility because she couldn't physically take care of him at home. And to have that 24-7-hour care at home would just be cost prohibitive. 
So she was very aware of that. Kate's mother also had dementia and lived with her sister for five years before um, her sister could no longer take care of her, and she spent the last year of her life in a Medicaid nursing home. So Kate was just looking at that saying, you know, we don't have that option. I don't want to be a burden to my kids. I want to plan. I want to protect that. That was their concerns. Here's what we found out about them once we started working through the process with them. Number one, the odds are stacked against them. For a married couple, there's a 92% chance that one of you will use long-term care. Randy had type 2 diabetes, which pushes his risk up even higher. Again, he's a big guy. He's a big, heavy guy. So what happens with diabetes? Well, if he doesn't get it under control, if he can't lose some of this weight, there's going to be other things. You know, vision issues. You're going to end up with neuropathy. A 290-pound man that can't feel his feet or his feet are numb, I get that is not a good combination, right? That's not something you want to be around. So the odds were pretty much stacked against him. Kate had had her knee replaced already, and she was starting to show some signs of arthritis. So again, she wasn't in a position physically that she was going to be able to manipulate and help Randy if if, if he needed care. Um, but they still had some options. They still, I mean, they were on the borderline, especially Randy. He was on the borderline. If Randy waited, you know, like if he came back with a diagnosis of neuropathy, he would be uninsurable. So they got to us in the nick of time. They still had some options. We were able to get a plan put in place for him. They own their home free and clear. They just sold a rental home this last year. The timing was perfect. I mean, be honest with you, they, they sold it when the interest rates were still low. But they sold that because they were having a problem managing it. You know, they were having to get over there, maintain it, and take care of it. And so they decided just to sell it while the market was up, and that was good. They put that money in the bank. They both had Social Security. Randy had a pretty modest pension. Randy was also taking required minimum distributions. He's 72. He was taking required minimum distributions from his retirement account. And their total retirement account now in their IRA was down under a million dollars. It was down around 900000 and it was $1.2 million. So think about this. They had a rental property, and they had a little over $1.2 million when their advisors told them, oh, guess what? Yeah, you can probably just self-insure. You're okay. Well, the math just doesn't add up. That's what kind of irks me on this because you look at what's at risk here. So, again, the important thing here was they wanted to protect their assets. They did not want to spend their retirement account down. They did not want to spend their savings down. They wanted to try to protect those assets so that they could leave some help for their special needs grandson. That was a, just a main priority for them. So here's what we, we, we talked about. What did they want from a plan? Well, number one, they wanted coverage to protect their savings. They wanted help to manage a claim situation. This was something very important to Kate. She said, look, I've heard you talk about the concierge claim service. I've talked to you in detail, and she asked a lot of questions about that. That's what she wanted. There's two companies out there that we work with that provide this type of service, and it is really a great benefit for a lot of people. If you can qualify for their plans, it's wonderful. We turn policies on for our clients. We manage that, but this is just an extra resource that is someone that's assigned to you and your family to help you get the care that you need and help you navigate the system. So she was very interested in that. They love the idea of getting money paid back to the estate if they did not use their long-term care insurance. And this is key, right? Again, because protect the asset. We'll reposition some of our assets as long as we know that that money is going to come back and we can give it to our grandson or if we need long-term care, it's going to protect our other assets so we can leave that money to our grandson. So that's what we looked at. We looked at an asset-based plan. We talked about the different things that we can do on these asset-based plans. And because of their age and because of their health, they're going to get the most bang for the buck, otherwise the most insurance for the money that they put into this plan for just doing a single deposit. And because they sold this rental home, this money was just sitting in cash. It was not in the market. They both agreed they did not want to put it in the stock market. They're looking at what's going on in the stock market. Randy's like, I don't want to lose any more money in the stock market. I'm not worried about doubling this money in value. He goes, I just don't want to lose it. I don't want to take another 30% hit on the savings. This was the equity that they built up in this rental property over all those years. And I said, you know, when when someone's self-insuring like that, they come in. I said, okay, you don't have long-term care insurance. You know, what? Randy, Kate, tell me, what's going to be the first asset that you're going to use to pay for long-term care? And how much are you going to set aside to make sure that you have enough to pay for long-term care in the future? And so they both agreed that it would be their savings. You know, they're going to just take the minimum distributions out of the retirement account. That's what they're hoping for. One of the big advantages with that retirement account is remember, because their grandson has special needs, 
they can leave retirement accounts to him and he can spread that money out over his lifetime. If they leave a retirement account to their daughters, their daughters have to pull all that money out within 10 years and pay taxes on it. So again, they're looking at it saying, well, hopefully we can just you know, minimize the withdrawals from our retirement account. Hopefully the retirement account doesn't take another 30% hit. We have this cash over here. That's what we would use for long-term care. So I'm looking at that saying, okay, what if we take a little bit of that money, let's, let's say less than half of that money and put it into a long-term care plan. You guys can keep the other half and do whatever you want with it. Go on vacations, travel, spend it on your grandson, whatever you want to do. What if we did something like that? And they said, well, that sounds like a good idea. Let's look at the numbers. And, and so that's what we did. We went through this. So we decided we were going to look for a benefit of about $100,000 a year of long-term care insurance. So that's what we set up, $8,500 a month for each of them. So if they were both on claim, they would each pull out $8,500 a month or $17,000. So that's $204,000 a year if they're both on claim, $102,000 a year per person. That's the long-term care benefit. That benefit is unlimited. So again, I go on claim today. I get $8,500 a month tax-free to pay for care for the rest of my life, for as long as I need that. Okay, my wife goes on claim five years later. She can be on claim for 15 years. She will never run out of that long-term care benefit. That's lifetime, so it's unlimited protection for the long-term care side of it. They put $289,000 into this plan initially, so that was their deposit amount. Remember, they had about 600000 in cash from the sale of that property. We're going to take less than half of that. We're going to just reposition it. Here's the thing you need to know. What happens if they get lucky and they don't use it? $425,000 is paid back tax-free to the estate. What happens if they go out and they get hit by the bus tomorrow and they're both gone? $425,000 is paid back to the estate. They put $289,000 in for the financial advisors that tell you that long-term care insurance is too expensive. Think about that. That's a 47% return, that 289 to 425. Okay, that's not what we bought it. We didn't buy it so that if we die tomorrow, we get 425,000 because that might not happen. But if you did die tomorrow, 425 is paid back. If you die 10 years down the road, 20 years down the road, and you never use it, 425,000 is paid back. But that's not why we got it. Why did they get it? Because they each get $102,000 a year tax-free for long-term care for as long as they need it. That's what's going to protect their estate. This plan has a zero-day waiting period. So Randy does have a stroke. He goes to the hospital. They keep him for a couple weeks, then they send him home. He's in a long-term care situation. Guess what? He starts getting benefits right away, $8,500 a month to pay for care. So Kate doesn't have to try to figure out how to take care of him. She can bring in those caregivers, or he can move to an assisted living facility. It doesn't matter. He gets $8,500 a month. It doesn't matter whether it's at home or it's in a facility unlimited lifetime claim support. That means they have a concierge claims. Think of that as the travel guide. Who do I call if I need to find a new physical therapist? Who do I call if I need to move to a different area? Who do I call if I want to go from home to an assisted living facility? Concierge claim support. It also comes with case management and care coordination. That's built in. And you also get benefits for home improvement. If they need a wheelchair ramp, if they need adjustable grab handles, if they need an intravenous pump, if they need a adjustable bed, whatever it is at their home to make their home a safe environment. They have $17,000 they can use out of this policy. And by the way, you're still getting your $8,500 a month. So a fantastic program, but think of what it really did for them. It took them from a worried situation to a situation where now they're relieved. They know they've got a plan in place that's going to protect their estate. It's going to relieve them both from the the, the, the physical and the emotional, you know, uh, consequences of trying to be a caregiver for each other or having to depend on somebody else because now they know they have the resources to get the care that they need and they deserve. It helps make sure that they can set that trust up for their grandson and they're going to be able to more likely protect assets for their grandson. And, it, you know, it just gives them that true peace of mind. And what really gets me on this, folks, really, 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 you've got to listen to this. The advisors, the CPA, the financial um, you know, the, the financial professionals, even the attorneys, a lot of them just aren't aware, number one, that these options exist. But number two, they don't truly understand what a long-term care situation entails. 
It's just like if you have enough money, you don't need to worry about it. Well, again, if your house burns down and the insurance company shows up and drops a sack of money off on your porch, you still have a lot of problems. You don't have a place to live. You got to figure out how to get your house rebuilt. You got to find a contractor. You got to figure out the permitting process. You got to make sure the contractor is not ripping you off, making sure the contractor is using the right materials, on and on and on. Long-term care is the same way. It is very, very complex, and it tends to get more complex over time, and it lasts for years. That's what's in the name long-term care. So by having a bucket of money now that's dedicated that not only provides tax-free resources, it also provides that team of professionals that's going to help Randy and Kate manage the care that they need in a time of need. And that's what's wonderful. Make sure your care is managed and funded in a time of need, and guess what? Our plans are going to pay you back if you don't use them. And this isn't just a little bit back. Again, it's a 47% bump from what they put into the plan is going to be paid back to their estate if they don't use it. So it's a win-win for everybody. I've got to take a quick break here. Stick around. I've got a final segment coming up. We'll be right back. Avoid the mistake of paying unnecessary taxes. Guarantee the quality of your care and preserve your legacy and wealth by setting up your own tax-free long-term care plan. Learn more by attending Brian's free live webinar class. Sign up now at 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you reposition some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Brian Ott from 525 Advisors has a free long-term care planning live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4 to learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Get educated and learn your options at the free live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4. Sign up at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com. Do you know that 7 out of 10 people past the age of 65 need at some point some sort of long-term care? That's 70%. Now, many of us think it could never happen to us or somebody else is going to be there to take care of us. But the facts are clear. Most of us will need to pay for help in the future. And not only is that help expensive, but it puts a burden on family members as well. If you've never looked at long-term care insurance because you didn't know where to start, start today with 525 Advisors. Recent changes to the Pension Protection Act have made new programs more advantageous than ever. How would you like to get your premiums back if you never use your long-term care insurance? Well, you can. How would you like to leverage some of your savings for increased coverage using tax-free dollars? Now you can. 525 Advisors are the local long-term care experts. Protect yourself and your family members from the high cost of extended health care. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Sign up for the next free long-term care live webinar with Brian Ott. Go to 525longtermcare.com. Staying in control of your care options is a better alternative than letting the government decide for you. Welcome back to Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott, Certified Long-Term Care Planning Specialist with 525 Advisors. All right, and we're back, and thanks for uh, sticking around with us on the Long-Term Care Radio podcast. And again, you can always subscribe to our podcast at our website at 525longtermcare.com. You'll get a notification when the new podcast is released. We are live on the radio in a couple of markets in the Seattle market and the Denver market, but the podcast is just a great way you can listen to the uh, program you know, at your own convenience. So again, 525longtermcare.com. Just click on the uh, radio button up at the top or the podcast button up at the top of the screen, and that'll take you to where you can subscribe to the upcoming podcast. We also have a class coming up this next Thursday. So um, we're having, if you're listening to this live Saturday morning in Denver on KOA, we do have a class that's going to kick off at 9 a.m. That's the 14th. But our next class is going to be the 19th. That's a Thursday. It's going to kick off at 3 p.m. Pacific time. That's 4 o'clock Mountain, 5 o'clock Central. You guys can do the math on that. But again, sign up at 525longtermcare.com. And the easy thing to understand about these these live webinars, all you do is you sign up. We're going to send you a link to your email. That's it. 
you click on that link, you're going to get a notification saying, hey, the, the webinar is about to start. You click on it, and that's it. You don't have to download software. You can watch it from your phone, your smart television, your laptop. It doesn't matter. And one thing I will promise you is we're not going to spam you. We don't start sending out a 1,000 emails. I hate that. I personally hate that, so I don't do business that way. You know, you sign up or you're looking at something, and next thing you know, you get 100 emails in a week. And we're not going to do that, but we will notify you, and then you can watch that uh, webinar live. And again, the idea with the class is just wrap your mind around what long-term care is, what it pays for, how you receive care, how the benefits are paid out, what the government programs do, uh, what your options are between a traditional and an asset-based plan. And that's really the whole idea of that webinar. We try to squeeze it into a little 45-minute package, and then I stick around and answer your questions live. And um, it's just a great learning process. And then when you're ready, we'll sit down with you like our clients of the week, and we'll design a custom plan that fits your situation. So one of the things I just really want you to think about today um, I've said this before. I'm going to point my finger at the insurance industry as a whole, that they've missed out for years. In fact, when when, when, when the original long-term care policies came out, they were just nursing home policies. But for generations, for decades, they've been targeted at kind of that middle class, whatever that means, the middle class person. Poor people are going to end up on Medicaid. Rich people can self-insure. And the whole idea of the self-insure, what you have to understand is if you don't have long-term care insurance, you're self-insuring, right? Well, all these asset-based plans do is they give you a better way to self-insure. I mean, think about what Randy and Kate did. They had $600,000 from the sale of a rental property. It's setting in their account. They were going to earmark that for long-term care insurance. Now, in their mind, they're hoping that that's enough. But what do you do with that 600000 you, Do you put it in the stock market? Randy's like, absolutely not. You know, we just lost a third of our value. We don't want that to happen, right? So what do you do? You put it in money market accounts. You put it in CDs. You put it in savings accounts. You earn a little bit of interest on it. But what you can do is you can reposition part of that, which is what they did. They just literally took a portion of what they were trying to set aside to pay for long-term care, and now they've got lifetime benefits. So instead of $600,000 between the two people, they have an unlimited amount of money that they can pull out $100,000 per person per year for life. They're both on claim at the same time, $200,000 a year. I mean, think about that. You'd burn through your six hundred dollars in three years. Now it's like, well, that might be all the long-term care you need, but now they don't have to worry about it. And if they spend less than $425,000 in long-term care, the difference is paid back to the estate. So this is where I butt heads with financial advisors that don't take the time to look into it. Fine, you don't have to be a long-term care specialist. You don't have to know everything about long-term care, but you can't make comments like, I think you're probably okay. I think you should just self-insure when there's a better way to self-insure. I mean, why you, 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 these people are gonna pay pennies for dollars instead of dollars for dollars for care. And what I mean by that is that's what long-term care insurance does because they've already got a 47% leverage, meaning that their 289 turned into $425,000 day one. So if they go on claim tomorrow, they use anything less than $425,000, the difference is paid back to the estate. And so you have to just understand how these plans work. And what did the insurance company get out of this? Well, they've got that $289,000 to work with. So again, we go back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the the podcast, actuarial science. They don't know if Randy or Kate are going to end up in long-term care tomorrow, 10 years from now, never. They don't know that. What they know is out of that village of a million people, X amount of people will, and statistically X amount will last this long and that long and that long. So that's the advantage for us because we don't know that either. We don't know if Randy's going to have that stroke tomorrow, if Kate's going to be diagnosed with dementia. We don't know that. We don't have the crystal ball. But what we do know is by repositioning some of this money, it's still our money. Our 289 just turned into $425,000, worst case scenario, tax-free to the estate. So all that gain is tax-free. That's the worst case scenario. We never use our policy. We put 289 into it. What happens? We get 425 back. But should the worst case scenario happen on the other side of the spectrum, we end up in long-term care. We have a five-year or a 10-year claim. Guess what? $102,000 a year tax-free for as long as we need it. Kate needs long-term care, $102,000 for as long as she needs it. That's the protection. That's the insurance. 
That's the leverage. So when people talk about self-insuring, you have to understand with these asset-based plans, there's no magic here. We are self-insuring. We're putting that $289,000 in. The insurance company's giving us that money back first. But what we've done is we've put leverage in there. We've got unlimited coffee cans in the backyard. And that's what I tell people. For Randy and Kate, they could put $289,000 in a coffee can, go stick it in the backyard. It's going to earn a little bit of interest because when their kids dig it up, they're going to get $425,000. But should they need long-term care, that coffee can is going to spit out $102,000 every single year tax-free for each of them for as long as they need it. That's the protection for the estate. That's the protection for having to spend down assets that we don't want to spend down. And oh, by the way, you get this wonderful claim specialist, these team of professionals, these case managers, these people that understand the language, understand how to get you the help you need and make life easier for you and your family. So that's what these asset-based plans do. And I will tell you the key thing, Randy barely got coverage. If he would have waited another year, would have had one more medical condition, would have start showing signs of neuropathy in his medical records, he'd be uninsured, and then think about where they would be. Then it would just be up to their assets and how do they provide that care. Do you think Kate would just start spending $8,500 a month out of their savings? Probably not. She'd probably try to cheat the system and she would end up physically hurting herself. So this is a gift to everybody. So again, thanks for spending your time. We appreciate the interest. Uh, Sign up for our webinar coming up next Thursday, 525longtermcare.com. Sign up and subscribe for the podcast, 525longtermcare.com. We'll be back. You've been listening to Long-Term Care Radio with certified long-term care planning specialist, Brian Ott. You can download and subscribe to the podcast at 525longtermcare.com and learn about all the long-term care planning options available. If you have questions for Brian or would like information about any of his upcoming long-term care webinars, go to 525longtermcare.com. Be sure to join us next weekend for another edition of Long-Term Care Radio with Brian Ott. For information, show schedules, and podcasts, go to 525longtermcare.com. Finding a secure investment in this financially volatile time seems tough, but crazy financial times also create smart opportunities. One of these smart opportunities is long-term care insurance from 525 Advisors. If you repositioned some of your savings and got three times your investment in long-term care coverage tax-free and got all your money back if you never used it, wouldn't you at least want to learn more about it? Well, you can. Brian Ott from 525 Advisors has a free long-term care planning live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4 to learn about smart ways to self-insure, including new plans with guaranteed leverage that turn every dollar into $3 of long-term care coverage tax-free with every dollar back if you never use it. Don't wait until you're older to get long-term care coverage. Look into this opportunity now from 525 Advisors, one that gives you a secure return. Get educated and learn your options at the free live webinar this Thursday afternoon at 4. Sign up at 525longtermcare.com. That's 525longtermcare.com.